I may have made mistakes, but I allow no women to scold me like that. You shall die by my arrows. Your arrows are like you, weak and twisted. I fear them, not... Welcome to episode 25 of the Tidal Hack Podcast. I'm your man, Chris Scullion. And joining me as ever is gaming indifferent wife, Louise Scullion. Hello, Louise. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm okay, thanks. I'm tired, but um, besides. Well, that's okay. This won't be a, a massively long podcast. Um, I want to try and do more regular kind of short ones rather than... Who's this texting us at this time of the eve? Who knows? Random number. Yeah, no, I know who it is. Um, and also joining is obviously his fetus Scullion, uh, who won't be saying much. Um, She's moving a lot though. Is she? Mm-hmm. Moving. Well, this, this is an exciting podcast. It's enough to <laughs> move anyone's feet, so um, I get it. Um, we've just been pissing around with Labo for a bit. Uh, we only just started on it, so there'll be a full review on the site later on um, in the week, I would imagine. But we've each made an RC car because <laughs> uh, I didn't realise it comes with enough. Not yet, though. No, not yet. I haven't realised it comes with enough cardboard to make two, which is which is useful. Um, so yeah, I need to charge my other Joy-Con, and then we'll have a sumo wrestling match, <laughs> and then we'll do it with the Labo. Oh. Oh. Um, would you think of it as someone? I mean, I know what I think of it as a gamer, but I'm more curious as someone who doesn't play games as much as me. I'm more curious to know what you think of it. I was quite amazed how. Easy. I mean, something as a piece of cardboard and a couple controllers, and you could get it to move really easily. Yeah. I thought that was quite cool. I don't know if it's something... Ugh, but again, this is maybe just me in games. It's like I, can't, I wouldn't be playing it months from now. Still, no. But there's nothing I play months from now. So yeah. I'm not really the, the best Yeah. Um, gauge, I guess, of that. But I, I thought it was quite cool. I mean, how long did it take me to make it? Ten minutes. Yeah. If that, if that even yeah. yeah yeah I agree it's not but I mean to be fair that specific RC car thing isn't something I'll be playing for more than an hour at most I mean it's it's very basic thing mm-hmm. that most of the time is going to be spent reading the there's a discovery mode where a few characters can all talk to each other and like basically say oh did you know you can do this and do that I'll probably that'll be the most of the time I spend with it is reading through those and because that's I think that's what they hope is it. Half they're splitting the three different things basically make, um, play and discover. So they hope the kids will spend, and it is mainly aimed at kids, will spend time building the thing. So that'll take anything up from 10 minutes for that thing to like two hours to make the piano and stuff like that. Yeah, so there's more complex things there. Um, then there's play where you can obviously piss about with it and, and do daft stuff. And then the discover bit is like a load of almost like tutorials where these three characters. You, you were looking through it earlier. Um, mm. Tell you different kind of quirks and how it works and what it does and all that. And apparently, as you go further on, it, it goes into more detail as to what like the piano. It goes into detail as to what the, the Joy-Con's looking for and how it works mm. and why it why it plays the music and stuff. So it's like good, that. like educational for mm-hmm. teaching kids and stuff. I think it's, it's designed obviously to kind of encourage um, creativity to make kids mm-hmm. go hmm. Well, if you can do that, then maybe I can. Maybe they can do this. And there's like a uh, lab mode where you can basically make your own toys. 
uh, make your own stuff and program it and stuff like that. So it's designed to, it's basically engineering software like for, for kids, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Um, I'm definitely on board with that. That's quite cool. Yeah, and so far, so far, I'm happy with it. I think it's quite, um, it's clever. It's got the usual Nintendo charm. It's like, I wasn't say flippity flop when it asked. Yeah, you know, to, to, flippity flop it over or something. Yeah, there's a bit where you've got to turn the Joy-Con, flip the Joy-Con over to slot it into the side. Instead of just saying, now flip the Joy-Con, it said, like, flippity flip and showed it. Hmm. Um, and the directions are really easy to learn to follow as well. It literally shows you on the screen at all times what you're doing. And you just hold down on the touch screen to kind of move it forward and you can move it back as well. So it's like, um, it would take a lot to mess that up, I mm-hmm. think. Um, considering it, there's a, it's a full-length animation which basically shows you the entire process from start to finish. Um, but yeah, I'm happy with it. I'm uh, curious to see what else. I, 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 we would wait for a while for the robot one to get a bit cheaper. Um, by all accounts, I've not seen much of the robot pack, but it looks like there's not as much to do in it. And it's a wee bit more expensive. It's like 70 it's quid. It's a robot, though. It's a robot, that but really that's the cool. thing. So I'm assuming it's one big robot, which presumably takes hours to make. Um, and you can then move about as a robot. You can stomp and swing your arms and all that kind of stuff. It does loads of things, um, which is cool. But yeah, I'm, I'm I'm curious about that one. And Nintendo, Nintendo sent me this variety one for review, but didn't send me the robot one. And I'm not sure whether... It's just that's that's just what they've decided to do. Where they've got more of the variety ones, or whether they're deliberately not sending people the robot one because maybe it's not as um, enjoyable or as interesting. No, I just don't think they're going to send. Surely, Ironbrew here. What you said? Surely, they're not going to get everything in one go. Like surely, they're just trying to wet your whistle, I guess, with the variety pack. Yeah, but at the same First, time, do you think? What do you think? Other people got sent the robot one. One or two did, but I'm not. I'm not fast. I'm not. Um, I'm more than happy with that. It's just more. Someone who's having to review it. Well, as someone who wants to review it, it's odd that when get sent the other one, they only get sent one and not the other one. I'm imagining the feedback eventually once people get around to building everything will be the variety ones they want to go for. And the robot ones are more kind of advanced one if you want to try a bigger project, but you mm. maybe might not get as much value for money because it's just one big thing rather than maybe this, which is like a car, a piano, a wee house, a fishing rod, and a motorbike. Handles. Yeah. It's got loads of well, they'll get more mileage out of sending people this variety pack, right? Yeah, it's a better, it's the best kind of first step forward with it as well. I suppose it's like it's. A lot of it at the start is designed to teach you the very basics. Like the first thing you build, which I haven't shown you, it's lying there, is a, a Joy-Con holder. Okay. Like it's the wee cardboard thing that the Joy-Con slots into, just so you know how to fold the cardboard right and follow mm. the instructions. So, um, which is quite cool. But so I don't know if the robot one would do the same. But there you go. That's it. But yeah, I'm very happy with it so far. Um, but it's really early days, so I can't really give a proper judgment on it because if it turns out the other ones get really complicated or um, if they're just not that fun to play once they're done then I can't properly recommend it so it's a good start but the jury's out because the car's easily the easiest thing to build whereas everything else takes about an hour and from 30 minutes to two and a half hours I think it said. Right so Um, 
So, so it's what, like 10 hours worth of... Yeah, of building maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would hope. Um, and then obviously however long you get out of playing it um, and then the discovery thing to learn new things to do mm-hmm. with it. And then they're hoping by that point the kid will want to do, like start creating its own toys and stuff. So yeah, it's got potential to have a lot of um, a lot of mileage out here, mm-hmm. 60 quid. Um, oh, is that how much that one was? Yeah. So that's, the variety pack's cheaper than the robot mm-hmm. then. Okay. Which is odd because... But again, it's a robot. That's really awesome that it's <laughs> yes, a robot. It's just annoying. It's, it's not annoying, but it's, it's, I'm still going to have to get it eventually because that's the one I'm more curious about mm-hmm. is to... It, there's a lot in, there's a lot involved in that one. There's lots of pulleys and stuff and there's like ropes that go down and everything. And I'm curious to see something like that that you wear. I wonder what the difference is from like a four foot six child or a six foot man, like whether they can both do it. What do you mean or you wear it? You put a backpack on and you've got feet things that you, that are on pulleys that you step. Oh, you're the robot. You're the robot. Oh, I didn't get I thought it was like a little No, no, you you are robot. the robot. You wear a backpack oh, and feet okay. and gloves and so you punch with it and step with it and okay. everything. And the backpack's got all the pulleys and everything that, that, that uh, move. So I'm curious to know like what kind of variety and size it covers, whether a big massive guy can still wear it. Because surely the ropes only go so long, mm. I don't know. Um, so that's a bit I would have been more curious to see. But um, yeah, there we go. We shall find out. Mm-hmm. Um, a wee bit of gaming news. Okay. Um, I'm curious to know your take on this. Um, let me bring I it probably up. haven't seen it because I can't think of anything. No, I haven't. Um, Belgium recently. I'm, I'm not showing you. I want your instant reaction. Hmm. So Belgium's Gaming Commission. Mm-hmm. It deals with gambling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Has decided that the loot box mechanics in three popular games um, encourage children to gamble, and the developers involved should either remove them or face a fine. I thought that was from months ago. They were discussing it from months ago, different people. But it was uh, in Belgium, was it not? I don't know if it was Belgium. There was another European country yeah. we talking about. By the way, Belgium has decided Counter Strike, which is a kind of shooting PC mm-hmm. game, Overwatch, and FIFA 18. Mm. are in violation of gambling legislation um, and yeah so basically well, what kind of fine are we talking though? don't know it doesn't say so it says EA who did obviously FIFA Blizzard who did Overwatch and Valve who did Counter-Strike um, should also should all basically remove the loot boxes or face fines um, which is going to be interesting so, so Valve are the only ones that have come out according to uh, Kesa McDonald and The Guardian uh, Valve are the only ones that have come out and said they're, quote, it's me being a journalist here, happy to engage with the Belgian Gambling Commission yeah, and answer engage, any and answer any questions they may have, which sounds like a kind of veiled... It's a complete dodge. They, they don't know what they're talking about, kind of thing. Like, answer any questions they might, may have suggests they don't get it, we're happy mm-hmm. to help them get it, but it sounds like they get it because they're right, it's gambling. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens now because ever since that Star Wars Battlefront thing kicked off, uh, that was the straw that broke the camel's back, basically. The, um, games like FIFA have been getting away with it for years and years and years, the loot box thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took something like Star Wars that... FIFA gets away with it because people don't... like the, the gaming press don't really focus on it much. They review it and then forget about it without bearing in mind that millions of people play that one game every day over and over and over again. Uh, whereas reviewers... And I do it with other sports games like the, the basketball games and all that. They're just NBA 2K is just as bad. But you 
most of the times when you review a game, you review the different modes, test the online for a bit, and then you're done with it. Because a review, there's a deadline. But people, a game like FIFA, when you play it day in, day out, it becomes more and more obvious that the big players you want, you can just fucking forget it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not going to happen because the odds of you getting a good player are so low. They blatantly want you to spend money on these ultimate team packs over and over uh, until you get who you want. So, yeah, so I'm curious. To, it'll be good to see what happens next. Um, but I thought the big problem people had with the Star Wars game was that it was really. I want to say insidious. I don't know, like cheeky. Where um, didn't they? Like if you if you weren't very good and you had kind of a crappy gun, didn't they purposely put you with somebody who had a really good gun so you would get jealous and want to buy? No, that was a patent that Activision's done for Call of Duty. Oh, is that not that's Star that one Wars? That they want uh, you to basically, yeah, they match make you with people who are better than you, who, who are better than you, but unless have, you're really good yeah, and, you and get have some better gear. So mm-hmm. that, yeah, so like you say, so when you, you die, you say, oh, they'll say, oh, look what this guy had. You want to try and do a loot box to see if you get, get it as well. Pressure, yeah. um, no, Star Wars was guilty of um, basically forcing players to either grind for hours and hours and hours to get Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader and all that, or pony up money to buy basically the in-game currency to, to unlock them right away. Mm. Um so basically, after spending your sixty quid to get the game, they then expected you to either put thirty hours in to get Luke Skywalker, which is kind of the point of Star Wars, or um, spend some cash to get him right away, even though you already spent sixty quid. Um, so that was the kind of, and there's also uh, loot boxes in that as well that are more kind of they consider it, people were considering it pay to win because the more loot boxes you buy, the more cool stuff you get for your multiplayer character, and that makes them more powerful, basically. So if you don't buy the loot boxes, then you're, you're weaker lose, than, right? than most yeah. people. Um, so yeah, and, and and that in a way is FIFA as well, in that you can grind and grind and grind millions of matches and eventually get the coins needed to buy Messi and Ronaldo and all that, but you're talking months before you can get enough coins to buy them, buy a single Messi or Ronaldo. Sure, or it feels like more of an achievement if you do that then, because you've actually done it on your own. Well, that's the argument. Instead I mean, yeah, of buying... Yeah. Sorry, it's it's sort of just putting money down to yeah, and that's the argument. But the, the it's it's stretched out to the extent now that the amount of time you put in isn't isn't reflective of the reward you get. I mean, like I'm after months of playing FIFA constantly, I only just got Larson. That's one player, um, and he's not even the best. Ages ago, was that no, that was the game? draft. There's a draft uh, thing where you can spend so many coins and you get. To basically get your pick of some of the best well, players in the world for four games, and then they're they're done, and that should fucked again. Um, but did you get it? No. Try to kill a moth, which is flying about. Um, but yeah, it's it's. So FIFA's been bad with its loot boxes for ages, and it's getting worse and worse and worse. This year's really bad, um, to the point that it's got. It had the, FIFA Seventeen added these squad building challenges. It was called where. Every now and then, it gives you like a puzzle. So here's a team to solve. Make solve a team with um, three players from the same country in no more than two leagues, and all that kind of stuff. And you got to figure out with, with the chemistry to build a team, basically. And then you submit that team of players, and you give those players away, and you get like a pack of cards or a pack of players or a certain player, or whatever. Um, this year, they're ripping the arse out of it because every legend in the game. 
has their own set of challenges to unlock that legend, but it's impossible tasks. So like there's five different tasks you need to do, and the last one is always like build a team with a rating of eight to eight overall. So on average, all the players in your team have got to be a rating oh, of eight to eight. You seem to have sometimes though. No, I've got one player who's ranked ninety, one player who's ranked eighty eight in my main squad. This is they're asking you to fill a team with eighty eight oh, players okay. on average and give them up. Because once you submit that team, they're gone. What? You give those players Why away to get this legend. Ugh, come on. So, and obviously the idea is that nobody has all those players, so they want you to spend money on a million fucking uh, packs so you can build up all these players and then, so it's fucking grim. Yeah, but the packs are still like a crapshoot, aren't they, in terms yeah, of you get? Yeah, 100%. Well, every time, every time I get the packs, when I saw, there, there's a weekly, which is manageable, there's these marquee matchups that are called, there's four different uh, ones of these every month, every week, and it's real life matches. So, say it was Celtic versus Rangers, and the challenge would be um, have a team with two players from Celtic, two players from Rangers, and the rest from the Scottish League. Um, build that team, and you'll get a pack. Mm-hmm. That's how every now and then I call you in and say, "Look, I've got some packs. Do you want to see?" And, you're also and I never get anyone disappointed. good. Um, <laughs> that's saying I never get anyone good. So, yeah. So they. they and it's been going on for years and they just get away with it. It's only now that Star Wars has come out. Um, journalists took more notice of that one. Um, and so that became the one that everyone said, wait a minute, look at this. Mm-hmm. And then shit went down from that point on. And now people are looking at stuff like FIFA and other stuff that has, have gotten away with it for years. And now they're saying that this is just as bad. So it's good. It's a good thing. It's, it's going to get the next year's installments of games are going to be quite interesting to see what they do. Because EA fucking massively backtracked on Star Wars uh, to the point where they took the microtransactions out first uh, for Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker mm-hmm. and all that and said, uh, yeah, we're, we're figuring out how to do this. They'll be back, but um, we're figuring out how to balance it and all that kind of shit. Basically saying, we got caught. Because, yeah, we're right, this isn't acceptable. Well, you've obviously spent a lot of time figuring out how to put... This is part of the game design process. You obviously built the game with this in mind so you can't suddenly go oh yeah wait a minute this, this is isn't right you've been making it for thing, years yeah. um, this is the, the, the mistake was that they got caught um, so they took it off for a while since so the microtransactions will be back but for now blah, blah. and they made it they tweaked the experience you get so you can unlock Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker a bit quicker as well as all the other characters but recently they just basically came out on an update and said you know something fuck it just take all the characters they're all unlocked now um, and the progress you get can now be spent leveling. I didn't realise that. Um, yeah, so well, you can now start it up and everyone's in it. Um, is that why you finished it a bit quicker as well? You no, just... I, was, I don't play the multiplayer anyway. I, I was, this is a separate thing. It was, this is the I just play the single player mode, so that's what I was playing, and that's yeah. nothing to do with it. But yeah, it's for, more for multiplayer people doing that. Um, so yeah, the, so EA's basically come out and says, yeah, we fucked it totally. Um, and it's now in damage control because they've got multiple seasons of this game coming out um, of free content because the original twist was that when they first announced it they said oh yes here's Battlefront 2 and guess what everyone all the DLC is going to be free and everyone was like ooh and I tweeted at the time I was like yeah there's a catch here <laughs> like if all, if all the DLC is free then they make money somehow from it mm-hmm. and sure enough it was this big fucking loot, loot box, box shit yeah. but now they've backtracked on that and there's all this content still to come which they've promised will be free uh-huh. so it's like so would would you have rather they came out and said 
there's going to be six packs of this DLC or whatever, and they're going to be eight pounds each or something. You just pick the ones you want. Like, instead of doing the loot boxes, just be upfront and say, we're going to charge you for this, but you'll get exactly what's on the tin. Kind yeah, of it's thing. basically like a season pass, which, which is what, like other games do, mm. where they say, here's a base game, and now in three months' time, we'll be adding these maps and these characters. Yeah, it'll cost you X amount. Or if you get, give us 20 or 30 quid up front, you'll get all of them, all six pack, all six mm. updates. Uh, when they're available kind yeah. of thing. So you'd much rather have that than... It's a lesser it's a of two money evils. Though, yeah, it's it? a lesser of two evils. Mm. Um, I think I'm, I'm loath to defend publishers because it's, it's not... I, I don't really want to, but it is worth bearing in mind that I was looking through old um, games magazines from the 90s and all that. I saw an advert from, from Woolworths. I think I might have mentioned this before. Um, and WWF Royal Rumble on the SNES was being advertised in Woolworths. Um, and it was like 60 quid. And it's mm. like, and, and there was Alien 3, it was like 40, no, 54, 99, all that. It's the fact that 20 years have passed, 25 years have passed, and games are still 60 quid. Like, inflation's not really, it's not Impact, fall, it's not yeah, it's inflation, not so, mm-hmm. and games cost more to make. So that's always the argument they give is that games cost more money to make, and we're, every year we're making less profit on them because we're not, inflation's not. Affected. I don't necessarily buy that because the methods for making games have got cheaper as well. Like you don't have to put games on cartridge anymore. You don't switch, but on mm-hmm. uh, CD-based systems, it's not. It's pretty cheap, and especially because games. A lot of games are digital now. You're mm. th- there's no distribution at all whatsoever. You're literally giving a file to Microsoft or Sony, and they're distributing it. There's zero, pr- practically zero expense there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're just getting basically their cut of the money. But it's more the actual development behind it, right? That they're saying, yeah, that costs because I think money. people are expecting such huge jumps year on year that maybe they weren't. You know, previously they were only expecting those kind of jumps when you like every five or six years when a new console was mm-hmm. released. But now, if FIFA nineteen looks like eighteen, you're you'd be pissed off. Like even for the same console, you'd be. Yeah, you know, if there wasn't enough of a, a difference, kind of a of change, thing. yeah, not even so it looks like, but there was just also the, the uh, and also there's just a lot more time spent. So it's like a stadium in FIFA. I was playing FIFA '98 earlier. A stadium in that is made up of fucking it must be, be thousands of polygons, and that's it. Whereas a stadium in FIFA '18 must be made of millions of polygons. Well, they make them all detail. different, don't they? They have they actually have real stadiums. Yeah, in there so, and... so whoever's in charge of making. These stadia, so like Emirates is in there, and yeah, yeah it's obviously right. you'd imagine they take longer to build. So there's definitely a longer development time and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. just so again they have to find ways of making money. But EA have also said in conference calls when they pulled the, I think it was EA with Star Wars. It was someone recently, but I'm sure it was EA with Star Wars. Said that as part of a conference call um, to keep the shareholders happy. Basically, oh, we've had to pull this DLC stuff. Don't worry, it's not. Um, we didn't rely on it to make profit on this game. We can still profit off it. So they basically let the cat out of the bag at that point. Either they're lying to their shareholders, which I don't think they're allowed to do, or they've just admitted that sixty quid for a game is actually enough to make profit make as long as it sells profit. enough. Yeah, yeah, but that's what they're saying. They're obviously going to try and make more. But yeah, so it becomes greed at that point. But whatever. Hmm. It is what it is. So it, uh, shareholders want to hear though, isn't it? <laughs> It's all about the dollar-dollar bills, y'all, as I believe they say in the trade. 
Um, got a couple of reader qu- listener questions. Like I say, this is a shorter episode. Yeah, just because it's quite late tonight, and um, I'm going to be more, on it away. Yeah, that's why I do more regular episodes rather than cool. one every fucking six weeks. Um, Ash Harrison asks if you could choose one game series to have a revival, a la Crash and Spyro. Uh, what are you choosing and why? Uh, you don't really have one, do you? Oh, you you go first, and I'll see if I can think of one. See, I, I, mine's is already Toe Jam and Arrow, but it's coming. There's a Toe Jam and Arrow game coming. Mm. Um, I wouldn't mind the HD version of um, WWF No Mercy on N64. <laughs> um, I've always wanted a because they did it with they did a mobile version of WrestleFest. It was an arcade game back in the early nineties called WWF WrestleFest. Um, at THQ, I think, before THQ went under, I'm sure it was THQ, maybe 2K, did a mobile version of WrestleFest. Um, and it had some old, some of the characters from the 90s one, but also modern characters in it, but designed in the style of the old arcade game. So I'd love to see a modern WWF No Mercy that's got modern wrestlers in it. That'd be fucking amazing. Um, so that's mine. Presumably you're still... Well, just because you liked the... The st- I mean, how is it different from the other wrestling games they have now? It feels, it felt more like the the, the combat, and it feels more. Um, there's more strategy involved. So in in modern ones, it's like it, a lot of it just seems about trying to time the reversal button. There's a, there's throws and grapples, with grapples and punches you can do, and there's a reversal button that if you tap it just as they hit, you reverse it, and that's it. That's all the strategy that's involved. Whereas this had, uh, No Mercy had um, quick grapples and long and powerful grapples and quick and long attacks. And if you held the button down or tapped it, they'd do a quick one which did less damage or a long one which did more damage. Mm-hmm. So there was a strategy involved there in doing that. And there was a grapple reversal and a strike reversal. So you had to anticipate what kind of move was coming and all that. It's hard to explain um, without playing it, but it's just everything about it. It was solid. It felt... Um, it had a weight to it. Um, everything, all, all the kind of SmackDown games, which is what the 2K series ended up, ended up becoming that, they all just feel light and floaty. There's no weight to them. Um, your characters run about quite, I don't know, this doesn't mm-hmm. feel solid. This is a big, slow, lumbering, fucking feels more solid game. It's just heavy. It just feels heavier, yeah. yeah. When you slam someone, you feel a proper mm. when they hit the mat and stuff. It's like, I don't know. Um, it's more satisfying. It's more rewarding when you clean somebody, or, yeah. or put somebody's make somebody bleed <laughs> and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's great. So yeah, no mercy. Modern no mercy with, with current wrestlers in it. Um, Jordan Weatherby asks, "What do you think?" Speaking of Labo, what do you think of the idea of Labo being used as accessories for other games? Um, something like a WarioWare game having a mode that uses some cardboard props for its mini games. Um, that's a I think that's an okay idea in theory. The people who made um, there's a piano game, the name of which escapes me just now that I've already reviewed um, on the Switch, and the makers of that say that they were thinking of adding support for the Labo piano, which I think is a bit daft. I don't, I don't think um, that's needed. Why not? Because they're cardboard. They're like they're not going to last that long. They, they, they shouldn't be treated like. The Wii Fit Balance Board, I don't think. I think the Labo works fine as it is, as a standalone um, thing for kids to create stuff and piss about with it and that. I think when you start 
treating them as controllers for things, they're going to get worn out really quickly, I think. Um, especially like Beam More, I think it was called. Especially this game, it's, it's like a you tap the screen just now and it's like a piano, like you're playing it, you tap the screen and the notes come down like Guitar Hero style and you tap them. But it gets really fast, like properly. And like you destroy it. Number you? one, you'd destroy it. Number two, I don't think it would react quickly enough. Um, mm. It's using the, the Joy-Con's IR camera and that doesn't update that quickly. So you would imagine it wouldn't be that responsive either. It sounds like something... They just say they were looking into it. I get the feeling that'll fall through and they'll decide it doesn't work well enough. Um, sorry about a downer on it, but I just... I don't know. I mean, I'd imagine that if it gets popular enough, they might add the the motorbike uh, support for Mario Kart or something weird mm-hmm. like that, and then fair enough, whatever. But um, as long as it's just a, a, a quirky alternative and not... You, need, main, you need Labo mm, to play this game kind of thing, that would be a bit... What doesn't work for... Anything that's come out really like connect and everything too. Anything yeah. where you need that peripheral, because you're just people just have a user base. Mm. You're instantly saying um, X percent of console owners can't buy this game because they need to have a thing they haven't bought yet, and it's a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and James asks, what are your ideas for future Labo toy cons? What would you like to see made out of cardboard? Besides a robot. Besides a robot. <laughs> It'd be cool if they made an actual robot instead of you being one. What, so like a toy robot? Like a little... Yeah, that's what I thought it was supposed to be. Well, similar to a car and that you, you can make it move across yeah. the table. That would have been much cooler. Um, Other than that, I mean, they, like when, when they showed the trailer that showed it off, um, they added... They, 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 the trailer had extra stuff that hasn't been shown yet, so I imagine there'll be more labels and sets to come with like a light gun and Mm. An actual steering wheel and stuff like that, with with a foot pedal and stuff like that. Um, yeah, that so was imagine, the thing, wasn't it? Yeah, I'd imagine stuff like that will be coming. I'm trying to think what else. Um... I don't know. It's a weird one. It's, it's one of those ones with the, possi- the possibilities are endless, but it's that making that leap to imagine it in the first place um, mm-hmm. is the is the the tricky bit. Um, I don't know a trumpet. A trumpet. Yeah, you could do musical instruments like a little. Cardboard guitar or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah. All sorts of like massage chair or something. That would be cool. <laughs> Come here. <fucking laughs> well, I've seen how much that thing vibrates. You could get something that kind of. Yeah, let's just stop it there. <laughs> Steady on. Right. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> hey, you've got a dirty mind. I don't. What are you talking about? I was just, I was just talking about how the cardboard would be worn out if you did a vibrating chair. Dirty bastard. Um, that we'll draw a line under it there. Uh, like I said, this is going to be a short episode. So be, a cheeky wee, a cheeky wee half, hour half an hour yeah. podcast. Um, hopefully you enjoyed that. Please do uh, review and do all that kind of shit. I'm going to get more guests on. No offense, uh, but I can tell you can't. I'm too no, tired to be offended. Um, so yeah, I've, I've got a kind of bunch of guests lined up. I need to get my... Oh, la-di-da. No, I'm what, would you rather I was fucking struggling? No. I'm just teasing you. Fucking outrageous. Um, yeah, I need to get my Skype set up, kind of calibrated before I can do that, but um, that'll be good. Um, so yeah, keep an ear out because there'll be a lot more episodes coming. Um, and also the ones with guests will be a bit longer than, than these kind of 
update ones, which are just kind of catching up on what we've been doing and what's in the news. Um, so yeah, please do the usual reviewing stuff. Drop a review on iTunes if that's your medium of choice. Um, help it get up the charts and such. Um, and until then, I'll catch you on the flip-flop with another podcast very soon. On the flippity-flop. On the flippity-flop. You don't stop hip-hop. Bebop and Rocksteady. I was just um, saying Flippity Flop because it was in the Labo Oh, because it was in Labo. Well, that moment has passed. <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. Uh, catch you later very soon. Visit com for all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.